Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you the founding minister of Christ United Church. He is Right Reverend Father in God, Dr. Frederick Geichrin Coder, better known to millions as Reverend Ike. All right, you may be seated. The next thing I want to see from you is your study guide. Open your study guide to the inside of the front cover. All right, you have your study guide. All right, very quickly, let's look at the first two pages, really, in the study guide, page zero and page one. And this page is titled, The Answer That You Need. And it's a series of prayers, which are treatments for the different problems that we need in life. I'm not going to read all of this to you, but just say a few words in remark. And I've given these prayers to people over the years, in different ways, and in my letters, and all of that. And they have been effective. And I want to quote Reverend Ike on something that he said here in one of the lessons. And this blows my mind. It's really two statements. Every prayer contains its answer. Now I'm going to go you one better. The answer precedes every prayer. You cannot pray a prayer which answer did not come first. Well then why do you pray? To help you open mine eyes that I may see. Now this should help you in your prayer work. Simply to realize that when you pray, the answer has already preceded. You remember when Jesus went to the tomb to raise Lazarus from the dead. He said, Father, I thank you that you heard me. And I know that you hear me always. But now stop and think about that for a moment. When you pray, you are never praying for anything that you don't have already say it that way. Somebody find that long poem by Retsima in the study guide. Is it 188? I at last have reached my goal and solved the mystery of my soul. I am that to which I prayed, that to which I looked for aid. I am that which I did seek. I am my own mountain peak. I upon creation look as a leaf in my own book. For I, the one, the many make of substance which from me I take. For all is me, there are no two creation is myself all through. When the Almighty God ensouled Himself, Herself, Itself in you, God made you a complete person, left nothing out. Very soon, 
Your whole prayer style should change. So that you're really never asking anything. And as Reverend Ike has said to us many times, you should get to that point where you only have one complaint. It has only one God, and you should only have one complaint. Oh, my cup! Run it over. Then you'll have to share it with others. But stop and think about that. I was in a men's clothing store. I'm a shopaholic, you know. I love to shop. And I love bargains. And I didn't have any lack of anything. The man showed me these clothing that I liked so much. I'd never seen that particular brand before. And I liked it so much. And I, I kept saying to him, look, I don't have anywhere to, to put these things. You've got them hanging everywhere. Even in the great room. All around the walls. The closets are full. And the man kept making a better deal every time. <laughs> and I started to complain once again. I don't, I don't, I don't need. And finally, you see, there, there, there came a conversation between my intellect and what the Pentecostals would call the Holy Ghost. Finally, the Holy Ghost said to the intellect, Shut up. Didn't I tell you I was going to run your cup over? Stop resisting. Say to as many people as you can there, didn't God tell you I'm going to run your cup over? You see, I, I had a great intellectual argument. You see, that's the whole thing. So many times people argue themselves right out of their blessing. And so I guess the Spirit let, just let my intellect go on resisting and resisting. And every time the man would throw in an extra tie, he'd throw in an extra shirt. He'd come down some more. I don't know how he pays his rent. <laughs> Sit down, you rock in the boat. Say that to the folks. Sit down. <laughs> God's trying to run your cup over. And you talking about, I ain't got no money. Come on. Lame excuse. I didn't ask you if you didn't have any money. Because you know, there's really no poor people. Reverend Ike has told us only people who do not know how rich they are. You shall know the truth. And the truth will make you free. Set you free from all want, lack, and limitation. 
Matter of fact, you see, the truth is you don't, you don't lack anything. Let's help one another now. Turn and say that to, to one another. You, you don't lack anything. You don't lack anything. Say it, say it. You, you don't lack anything. No, you don't lack anything. No, no, no. Now point at me and give me that blessing, say. The Bible says the man of God is complete, thoroughly furnished unto every good work. That the man of God may be complete, thoroughly furnished unto every good work. That the man of God may be complete, thoroughly furnished unto every good work. Because if you go back to the pattern that you were made in, in Genesis 1, 26, 27, there was a conference of the Godhead. And it was suggested, let us make man. What kind of man? How are we going to design this man? In our image. In our likeness. Man, that's a stuff, isn't it? And I like the way the Scripture doubles back and says, and so God created man in His own image. In the image of God created He them, male and female. Then said to them, because you see, before God the oversoul, as Emerson calls it, ensouled himself in and as man. You see, each one of you is an ensoulment of the infinite God. Created the whole earth first. All right. We're going to put man in this high-class neighborhood. Makes Beverly Hills look like a swamp. We are going to put man in charge of this whole earth. Give him, notice the word, dominion. Good Lord. Say to the persons next to you again, do you know who you are? Do you know who you are? God created you. God left nothing out. No want. No lack. No limitation. You see, what the theologians always tell us when it says these things is that God was talking about somebody else. God was talking about Jesus. I agree. But don't you forget the great revelation that knocked Paul off of his beast identity was the self-revelation I am Jesus. Every time God talked to Jesus, He was talking about Natalie. You want to know who else? Call your name. And I've got news for you on that. That is not your name. There is only one name. the nature of your divine one-ship sonship. When that is revealed to you just like it did with Paul on the Damascus Road, it knocks you off of that beast. Paul finally got up from there and prayed and was taught. He wrote again, There's no more I but Christ. I love the song of Roberta Flack sings, I told Jesus, be all right if he changed my name. The changing of the name means the changing of your self-consciousness, the changing of your self-conscious identity. And it's not the ego. You see, some people sometimes have misunderstood me. Hey, Reverend, I think he's Jesus. I absolutely do. 
That Reverend Ike thinks he's God. I absolutely do. But not the human self-identity. See, that's another thing. And the, the, the Christian church is going to have to make some great changes in their doctrine. Because Jesus is not cooperating with their he's coming again someday. No matter how they try. They just can't trot him out. And they've given him so many carton calls. It's time for Jessica and Tasia on Hindsight Radio. Peace, everyone. Peace. Welcome to the Divine Connection Show, where we want to divinely connect with you. We are your hosts, Jessica and Tasia. All right. Hope everyone's having a good week. Spring is here, but I don't know if it feels like it everywhere, all over, wherever you are. For us, we got snow today. It's cold. <laughs> we got flurries. We need real snow. Cars is covered. You just saw one picture. I don't know where she was. You don't no. know. But there's no snow in our neck of the woods. Well, there's no cars covered. You didn't even see the flurries. I had to tell you about that. <laughs> so anyway, it was so sunny yesterday and today. It's cold. Yeah, so earlier in the week it was very warm, very beautiful. And now, you know, that Midwest weather, you just never know what. I mean, actually, I'm not surprised. I'm not shocked. Um, but it affects us. In a way, if you're planning on being self-sustaining, um, when it comes, or just for you as a hobby when it comes to gardening. Um, so um, they have this calendar that you can go by. It's the Farmer's Almanac, and it tells you exactly what when you're supposed to start your seeds indoors when you're supposed to transplant your seedlings and when you're supposed to start seeds outdoors. It's pretty impressive. Um, there's The calendar is based on frost dates and moon dates, but, yeah, I learned about that because I want to go, like, full-fledged with my garden this year. had a small one, very small, but it was successful. Um, and I didn't start my garden until late summer, but I had like a really good supply of greens and um, some of my homemade plants. Like um, I took pineapple heads, like the tops of them, and I planted those, and I have a lot of plants from that. So um, I was pretty good with some of the gardening last year. But anyway, that was pretty interesting to me was to find out this. I'm just doing it as I go. I'm learning a lot. Um, but to find out about this basically gardening calendar, that was pretty. So if you guys don't know what to do or where to start, make sure you look at the the old farmer's almanac. They'll even send you a copy of the mail if you like or email or something like that. But, yeah, so... It's quite interesting. So I was ready to start radishes. And they said you could have started that like March, between March. And it's based on the frost date, so March 3rd through the 25th. Yeah. It's pretty, I don't know. And you just put, put your location. Yeah. yeah, you put in your zip code. And then I saw like turnips. You don't start those outside until. Well, um, now. now until the 22nd. So you got these little, like, watermelons you should have, you know, we're right up there. So right now, pretty much for the majority of it, it was March and right now. Yeah. Well, no, some of them were February. So, like, your rosemary should have started. You could have started. That's not you should. You still can. Um, but as early as February 17th. To March there, but it depends on your zone, so you have to put on a um, put type in your zip code and it will give you your date. Pretty cool, but anyway, that's my little tidbit. So the weather could be promising. 
um, for some with other other things you want to start. Like cauliflower, we can't start that until later. But it just depends. But anyway, I thought that was good. That was neat. Um, so yeah, it's that time where we begin gardening, harvesting, canning, preserving, do what you got to do because we still are in this weird time. Mm -hmm. I mean, you should, everyone should already be working on their survival skills, but yeah, it's, it's, it's different times. Yeah, we're just getting back to the times where we need to do that. But yeah, so um, sorry about that, you guys. So anyway, um, this is something interesting I learned about the, um, okay, something was, I saw this video and something about the, it was talking about the um, vaccine. And some people had, like, video footage of, I don't know, what is it, metal detectors and things like that. Yeah, magnets and... And so, you know, I don't know. You can't really believe everything you see, but at the same time, it's like caution. Um, videos can be fabricated, but most of the time I research everything that I see when it comes to this because, like, when it... When they were talking about Bella's probably, I looked that up, and then when they, like, um, I look up a lot of stuff. Then when they started mandating the COVID test just to get back into the country or to board a flight from outside the U.S., which is not U.S. territory, um, you have to get started in January. And then today, somebody was talking about uh, zombie emergencies on the CDC website. So I went to the website and I saw, um, I typed in, I typed in just that. And up came um, Preparedness 101 for Zombie Apocalypse. So this was posted in 2011. But um, it was, I just thought it was interesting that this is on the CDC website. Yeah, and the CDC is the same one that the regulations, they're the ones that said we should all wear masks. And yeah, it, yeah. And um, the Centers for Disease Control, um, it says there's a zombie survival guide. And um, I don't know. It, it's, it's weird. But um, it's just interesting that something that we perceive as fictional they have a whole support, there's a support group with it, there's a blog, um, there's articles, there's resources, all for a zombie apocalypse, which mm -hmm. on a government website. Yeah, and um, I'm just going to read a little bit. It says, to be better safe than sorry. And it says, so what, so what do you need to do before zombies or hurricanes or pandemics? for example, actually happen. First of all, you should have an emergency kit in your house. This includes things like water, food, and other supplies to get through the first couple of days before you can locate a zombie-free refugee camp. Or in the event of a natural disaster, it will buy you some time until you are able to make your way to an evacuation shelter or utility lines or stores. Um, and it says below are a few items you should include in your kit. For a full list, visit the CDC emergency page. But it lists water, food, medication, tool supplies, sanitation and hygiene, clothing, embedding, important documents, first aid supplies. Um, you know, and the list goes on, but um, it is interesting. It's not 
I don't know. Um, but they're just, the whole purpose for this um, this post, this article was so that they can encourage people to be more prepared. Um, but the fact that they even said something like a pandemic and stuff like that is crazy how we're in one like 10 years later. But, um, yeah, yeah. Less than that. Cause yeah, less than that, I guess. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm just coming. Yeah. yeah, but you're right. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. It's interesting, but I researched it, and it's on there, but not to the extent of which I thought it was what it was talking about. Mm-hmm. The way the the video made it appear. So it is important to kind of look at what your or research that you're what looking you're at these videos. Mm-hmm. I mean, because sometimes the videos are just everybody's news story. And I'm not saying there aren't, there were a lot of true things on there. So a lot of stuff that I researched was actually true. Um, and this, but this is, but it's not to the extent of like caution, like, like it appeared to be in the video. Yeah, you got to think like these people that put their um, videos out there on social media. You know, they're trying to get as many views as they can. So they may um, take something and, you know, extend it a little bit more to get it more attraction. Um, I don't want to say fabricate because it could be. It's just a little yeah, a little extra. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, there's a lot of things that are fabricated that we actually believe that happen, like things in the media. In the media. You know, they, I mean... I forget what the actual term media means when you break down the actual what is it, Hebrew mm-hmm. and all of that, but it's very it's not media definitely controlling um, and it's just it's, a, from what I believe it's like pretty much spell casting is the certain source I heard, uh, but we again we gotta look that up. Well it's part of that word, but I mean yeah. what the media does is controlling, it controls your senses and it heightens your fears, you it know. Can, yeah. yeah, it can, it can, it can allow it. Yeah. Um, same same as um, sales and marketing too. Um, but that's all wrapped into the media and mm-hmm. um, what they call shows on TV, what they call um, different time slots for mm-hmm. news and programs. It's programming. Yeah. Yep, it is. And it's just like, I mean, you're either, it's just a category for everybody because, I mean, even with the media, if we're going to enter conspiracy theorists, you either fall into that category or you fall into, what, science category or whatever the media is portraying and all these and everything that they say. Um, like, at first, it was, what, only two different types of vaccination vaccines mm-hmm. available, and now they're coming out with, what, two more? Yeah, it's like two or three. Yeah. So it's just like... People are running to do, to hurry up and get these vaccines, but how do you know which one is the best one for you? It's like there's so many different types of medications. for you at all. Exactly. But I'm just <laughs> saying, for you, and if you, I mean, wait on the next one, wait on the next one. You see something that has the ingredients that you like, maybe, you know, I don't know. I just don't think you should jump into anything, whether you choose to take it or not. And if you don't choose to take it, that is perfectly fine because... It's within your rights, and also, I mean, you really shouldn't have to do something you do not want to do. That's how I feel about it. So, regardless of what other people say about their opinions on, oh, you're making the world a better place, you know, if you get this, but it's just like, if you haven't yet to be sick, and, I mean, the survival rates were higher, whether you had COVID as opposed to, like, it was just, I don't know, there's a lot of different factors. In yeah, it. it's like COVID plus pneumonia, so that's what made it more detrimental to people. Like, people were dealing with actual pneumonia, then actual COVID. It was just a, it's a lot. It's a lot of factors in there, but. Yeah, um, you definitely know because you're in the medical field, so. I ain't that deep in the medical field anymore, but yeah. I mean, I know they're, I don't know. I have an idea, though. Vaccinated people ain't crazy though. I mean, that's the president. Um, he pushed that through a lot quicker too. 
what was it, 100 million people are vaccinated now? Mm-hmm. You know, and it was, I remember when my job, it's been a while now, it's been a couple months, when they reached their 20,000 injections, you know, so, you know, it's, um, you know, it's crazy. And now they're trying to roll out the vaccine test. Um, and all types of stipulations. So you got to look at the, at some point you got to step back and think, what is the agenda here? Why is it so, why every, why is everything so rushed? And why is it so like detrimental to you, whether you get it or not? Mm-hmm. You know, and I don't mean detrimental to your health. I'm talking about to you able to function in society in general. It's so controlling. They want it on a global scale. So you got to think, like, all the things that you've learned in your past or growing up, some of that stuff is starting to come to pass or make even more sense. It may not be the exact thing, but, I mean, like, using the Bible, for example, they say that you won't be able to buy or sell unless you have, like, the mark. Mm-hmm. And I know people say, oh, it's the mark, or it's not the mark. It could be the introduction of a mark. Who knows? But the thing is, whether I don't care about that, but my thing is that agenda of the whole one world order thing is, I mean, every there's always an introductory, like every 20 years and things like that. So this is that yeah. time, you know? Mm-hmm. Could be a uh, testing, you know, to see how far they can, they can take. And your, your um, credit card. Like, <laughs> there's, always, there's always something that they're testing out. I mean, it's amazing. Like, we just follow. Like, we just mm-hmm. follow. And who is the leader? Who is the leader? Everybody. Yeah. So, anyway. Um, I don't know. I just went on that whole ramble. But. Yeah, and then um, another thing um, I forgot to mention about you're talking about gardening and um, prepping and preparing. Um, I had noticed some of the fruit that we have been receiving from like the stores and stuff. It didn't mm-hmm. seem, it seems something's different, something off is off about it. We received like these bananas. Oh, yeah. Um, and they were like, when I opened them, they, first of all, I don't know how long it took for it, to, it never, never got turned. ripe. Yeah. They were green. They're green from the start. So after two weeks, they were still green, like bright, green, like fresh off the truck green. Yeah, and I opened them, and um, they were like foamy, like it wasn't like the normal texture. Yeah, so of you, broke one and you broke it in half. I broke. I could just break it right in half. It was no peeling. It was hard to peel. I just snapped it right down the middle. It was like two and a half a week. And it doesn't usually take that long for bananas to ripe, um, to ripen. And like even if you put it in a brown paper bag and all of that, like those things never. But you gotta pay attention to the POU number. Yeah, yeah that's what you you told me. You was like, okay, so you can um, look at the number, and you say if it starts with a certain number. Yeah, if it starts with a four, it's more than likely genetically modified. Um. Um. But if it starts with a nine, it's supposed to be organic. So I don't buy, I don't really get down with bananas like that because most of them are not organic. And like when I was a child, I remember bananas having seeds in the middle. Like I'm talking elementary school. And I remember because a little girl pointed it out to me while we were eating bananas and I was like in kindergarten and she pointed out that they had seeds in the middle. And I'm looking, I'm like, oh, yeah, there are some little tiny seeds. Now you, I mean, you barely see any. Very faint. Um, but they used to be bigger than what they are. And then, I mean, not saying I wasn't eating a hybrid banana back then, but it's just like time completely changed. And I was really wondering about those bananas because that was very strange. That was very strange that the bananas never turned yellow. Yeah. Like, never turned yellow. And and they were starting to bruise on, like, the little sharp edges of the bananas. Of the bananas. 
but they never turn yellow. So usually, you know, they turn yellow, they make blue, you know. Yeah, because I was like, are, are you sure this is a banana? Is this something else? Like, I was ready to throw them out, but you're like, let's just wait and see what happens. Yeah, it was more like an experiment for me. But those things never turn yellow, and they were just taking up space. The same thing with the grapefruit. Like recently, I got a grapefruit from someone, and literally, my grapefruit looked like the only best way I can put it is it looked like it was made in a a workshop or something, like a in a machine because it was it was the weirdest thing. Like the the grapefruit was predominantly orange. But one little section was shaped like a triangle. It was very bright orange. So it's like a, a cross of colors or lamination. <laughs> that's the only thing I can de- that's the only way I can describe it. It was weird. Like grapefruit grapefruit should be one color. And I'm not saying like organ like okay, so when you get tomatoes, you when you see the way real tomatoes grow, depending on what type you have, they're not all red at all they don't even grow that way they're different colors but this color of the grapefruit i'm talking about was sharp like sharp straight lines it wasn't like a faint faded uh ombre orange it was like sharp hardcore triangle in color like the middle triangle was a bright orange while the rest of it was light orange it was weird. I mean, two different colors, light orange and, like, the ruby, like a blood orange color, the inside of a blood orange, that color on the outside, while very faint light on the the rest of it. It was really weird, but it's, I don't know. It's hard out here with your food. Yeah. And, um, you know, I learned stuff. I I try not to be real rigid anymore because I used to be like that, like, way back, like, 2013, I was hardcore. I was, like, on the Dr. Sabi kick before everybody else got hip. I even went and saw him before. But I also realized, like, it's not like, oh, it's not realistic because it was available. But it was just, like, sometimes you can get so deep into that stuff. I'm not saying there's anything wrong if you are deep into it, that means you have very good discipline and you know where to get your stuff, Mm -hmm. get your food, but um, for me, I was just like, okay, like his list is good. I mean, he believes in not eating hybrid foods, so like that means like no spinach, and he says like garlic is a hybrid, you know. um, What makes it a hybrid? Some of it's... um, you gotta look that up. Oh. <laughs> That's too much to go into. Um, let me let me pull it up. Let me read what hybrid foods are for you. So, example of hybrid foods are like seedless apples, variety of dates, like. Anyway, I was just, while well, I look for that, I was just saying, like, God created way more food than that, like, than what the list, list, than what's on the list. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, there's way more herbs out here. It's like only a few herbs on there, like, five, I could be wrong, but, um, So it's like when you can have two different varieties of fruit or vegetables or two different types of fruit and vegetable across with each other. So that's hybrid. Okay. So like my friend was telling me yesterday that she she was fascinated that foods can like when they're around each other how they can how did she say it? She said I don't know how they can produce something. She said she saw I don't know where she saw this, but she saw like somebody like she saw the cross of a kiwi and a banana. Hmm. She said that we peeled the banana and then there was a kiwi inside. And I was like, that is 
super freaky, but she was fascinated by it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I eat hybrid foods. I'm not going to lie. I mean, a lot of them are nutrient-dense. Um, you know what I mean? I don't know. I didn't know that, you know, there's a whole alkaline and there's a whole acidic component. So if you want to be hardcore alkaline with your body and all of that, that's why you would be on that non-hybrid journey and things mm-hmm. like that, which, you know, disease can't exist if your body's alkaline, you know, because it's in this tip-top shape. Um, but I see people that are on these alkaline diets. Like I said, I did this a long time ago, so they say what they're doing is alkaline. It is not. I'm like, you got other ingredients in there that's not alkaline, you know, mm-hmm. from rice and all this other stuff. Um that they consider not good for you. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. It's just best now to buy organic seeds, stock up on your seeds, and control your food if you can. You don't got to grow the whole field of anything. I mean, things that you can probably can or just eat as you go. Like, I saw somebody else harvesting lettuce like no other which will probably be us, too, but they just kept making salads almost every day, every mm-hmm. couple of days, because it just kept growing. Because once you um, start peeling it back and propagate or separate and all of that, it just makes your produce evolve. So, um, yeah, and I did notice um, the time, you know, the time that you do take to um, – start your garden and continue to keep upkeep it. Um, we didn't have to go to the store as much. Like we we didn't go to the store for a while. Yeah, and then the, everything grows up so perfect. Like my greens were so like once I peeled them back and we were cooking them like it was like an abundance after that. More and more. And it was super clean too. So I'm like when I used to go to the store and we went to an actual farm and picked our own greens as well. And even from picking our own greens, mm-hmm. they were not not dirty at all, like hardly at all. So I don't understand. I don't know where they're growing the super dirty greens that you yeah, buy. and how store. they store them, too. That's I mean, important. like, it's almost like sand. But you know what? I just learned about how to start a garden if you have a sandy ground. Um, so maybe somewhere in the south where there's a lot of sand um, around, that's probably where it's coming from because it was like so much dirt when you go to the store and buy greens from the from the but grocery store. Yeah, the ones like it's like you gotta hold them down with your sprayer in the sink because it's just like so much dirt. And that, you know that's the only thing I can think of is I just recently learned that some people's yards are full of sand. But other than that, I'm like, when you just go to a regular field, there are, are not, there's hardly any dirt on your greens. So I don't know where they're storing them. I don't know how they're preparing them. I don't know what type of energy is going into them at all. So I prefer to pick my own greens okay. from now on That's a good or grow point. my own. What type of energy is going into it? Yeah, because it's bad. Because I'm telling you, I dread. I dread cleaning greens from the grocery store, but ever since well, the last year was a game changer for me when we went to the farm and picked our own, like, I mean, rows and rows, mm-hmm. fields of different types of greens and turnips, like other things are in the ground. Um, yeah. It's a lot. And then that will ultimately help you and fight off, you know, and build your immune system and fight off bacteria mm-hmm. and uh, diseases, sicknesses, yeah. which is very needed right now. <laughs> yeah, so, I don't know, being more conscious. Just, yeah, sustainable. Mm-hmm. It's a lot going on, and it's just like, a, it's still a weird place for me because it's just like, what do you do and where do you go? There's just a lot going on, but I just try to keep keep myself balanced and not try to figure it all out. But um, just work on what I can and mm-hmm. make sure my subconscious 
is above all of this bad stuff that's trying to keep me here. (laughs) You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Yeah, you have to. You have to do that in order to keep keep that mindset to keep moving forward. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, in other news, I I came across an article about Kanye West and um, his net worth. He's now um, valued at $6.6 billion, which was interesting to me uh, to see um, where he came from as far as how he was um, in debt, Mm -hmm. like $53 million to 2021 now to be the richest man, black man, richest black man in America. Well, he he has his shoes. He has a clothing line with a clothing line. But what made it just? If you said he was in debt until Mm -hmm. 2021. No, not until 2021. I don't know the exact date. I'm saying in 2021 he valued at one point. Mm-mm. At one point, he was in debt to oh, okay. three million, and he was asking for money. <laughs> right. Okay. Well, he's doing it right. <laughs> yeah, he's doing it right, and we gotta, we gotta um, take note at this. I'm not saying to worship or idolize um, people, um, but to just really take note at what they're doing and their success and see how you can duplicate that. I don't think there's anything wrong with doing that. Um, yeah, because that's what people do. They mimic programs all the time, mm-hmm. successful mm-hmm. programs. Yeah, so, yeah, and so he pretty much, like, that's, and it just doesn't work. I mean, it's just not only for um, celebrities and, um, like, a, a lot of, there's rappers like Dr. Dre and Master P that, you know, they started out rapping and then you one day, you know, you, you start business ventures and you just keep on going. There's a lot of rappers that do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like Lil Jon and Master P, like all of them are they successful yeah. behind closed doors. Behind closed doors. And you don't even, you don't even know. You're like, whatever happened to so-and-so, oh, they, they busy. <laughs> they might be busy. And uh, I'm just I'm just using this as an example because um, even for just the average person, it could happen. Because what you do, you just start with one thing, start with that one business mm-hmm. or that one investment. Even with the um, crypto, you just keep on, and it will snowball into something bigger. And um, you start with that business, and then you branch out. You add on to another uh, another sector, another um, business versus another business, and before you know it, you have your corporation. Mm-hmm. So it's a matter of duplicating and expanding what works for you. You know what's working. Keep keep doing it. If what's not working, just adjust it. And yeah, I mean you're doing some business ventures and. You're working it and adjusting. Mm-hmm. Everything is learning, but oh, we're yeah. on the ground right now. But stuff is about to, stuff will take off as you keep. I mean, I don't know. We, um, sometimes we accept, we expect a turnover, like after a month. Yeah. yeah. But if you just keep working at something and getting better, mm-hmm. it's going to work out. So I think uh, if we just keep at it, there will be a breakthrough. Mm-hmm. And and you get to a point where it's just a, it's a learning um, experience. It's a learning. Um, you've got to try, keep on trying, experiment, trying different things um, to get the knowledge that you have into action. That's another thing. You know, you could have all this knowledge and know how to do something, but mm-hmm. if you never take action, you don't have that experience. Experience. Mm-hmm. That's why everybody. Not, you don't. People start stuff all the time. They don't finish because they didn't. If they failed, they they quit. But you gotta take action, and you have to adjust. So, um, yeah. Right now, I'm just you know I'm in my learning phase right now, and 
um, eventually I won't have to do certain tasks that I could delegate and um, outsource to others. Mm-hmm. But it's good to have that um, at least a little bit of knowledge, like a, a good amount of knowledge of how to do these tasks and these things that you have to do mm-hmm. to know what you need to look for when you hire somebody else, you know? So it's okay that you are everything right now. You have to be everything, you know, have to be. Right. But eventually, eventually you'll be hiring people to hiring do what you're doing. To do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're just overseeing. So uh, be, on to the next project. be patient, just be patient in it and uh, keep on pushing. Um, and the harder you go, the quicker you'll get to the finish line. Um even something as simple as that, we sometimes we have to realize or just put ourselves in that, that mindset. Like, if I just push a little harder, I'll get to my goal a little faster. Yeah. So just go all in so you don't have no Laser regrets. Focus. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, That's yeah, true. it's even, like, in with business. I, I'm not opposed um so working at another place of business, even if it's not your own. I mean, that's good if you have that that um, mindset already as an entrepreneur. But um, as far as, let's say I say an example as um, your, your kids or, you know, they become teenagers and they're looking for a job somewhere. They need to know how business operates. They need to be inside of a, a system or um, inside of some type of business structure in order to see um, how uh, customer oh, how service works, work. okay. how um, to order certain um, products, to order um, whatever it is that you need, how different management skills work, how... Um, so you're saying for, you don't, you're not opposed for people like you to do that just so you can learn? Yes. Hopefully so, your children will be working for your business. Right. Then you can teach them. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, that's that's a good point too. But mm-hmm. um, if you're in that place as of, like just for right now, it's okay. Just um, right. take whatever you mm-hmm. can from that place and use it for yourself. And you know, sometimes you don't, you might not like the way things are done. So you're like, okay, when I have my own, I'm gonna do it this way. Because I know that way is not as effective. And sometimes you're, they are hard on people that think outside the box, you know. Um, you might go against the current and you're like, but why am I doing it this way when this way is so much better? And it's just, that's just the way that we always been doing it. It's, and they might look it down upon you challenging that, but that's okay to have um, that mind. And that means you're doing something good. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, that's my take on that. I was just, I'm happy to see that turnaround for him. Um, for Kanye West. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty good. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. One day. That wealth mindset. Yeah, so it's all mindset. It's a pro. It's you just gotta reprogram not, yourself. When you think about it, he's not different from any other. No, he's not. Mm-mm. So, nope. You can get there. Yeah, you can get there. Just We're working on it, so it's like we're gonna get there. Yeah. So, so yeah, I didn't ask you how your week was going. Um, I did say how the weather was, but I didn't. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's been fine. Now. It went by fast for me, but it was it it was fine. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah, the week has been good for me. Um, can't complain. Thank God, this is the week where I'm not like super heavy or nothing like that. But mhm. Yeah. I had something I was about to say. Oh, so for those that know about my whole 
what is it, student loan, mm-hmm. third-party debt. It's still, it's off, wait, it's closed on my credit report. Um, but, like, my credit score was really low. It was through this whole process. It got, it dropped from, like, in the sevens, high sevens to, like, six, six hundred. And so it just went up last week, 20 more, 21 more points. So now it's back. It was just like low seven. Let me check it while I'm here. It was just low sevens for a while. Now I'm like, okay, now I'm, I mean, not that we already know, like, that we can make it without it. Mm-hmm. But I just want people to see people that need it for certain things. So now it says, 7.35. So that's great, you guys. Like, I'm happy about that. I'm happy because I like to see that um, it's actually working. Mm-hmm. So what we do, the remedy we have, we offer on our website and things like that. And, um, what we've learned and we're still learning. So in the near future, we'll be diving more into why these things work, and for those that don't know about, like, the Elegas and Strawman and all of, all of this other uh, language that we're not taught, and we put ourselves in certain situations that we don't need to be in, um, we'll get more into that, that stuff. Um, I mean, I can teach us on these things a lot. But life is also changing, so I'm sure we'll have to update and keep up with the time now with school mm-hmm. things that are going on now that they're trying to implement. Um, so yeah, and research. then you mm-hmm. mentioned about your um, third party debt. Um, your your um, your student loan was quote removed off your credit report. It was it's closed. It's closed. It's not okay. removed. Like so, they don't with, really remove. Well, do they remove stuff off of yours? They don't. They close accounts. They remove credit. They completely remove like it was completely oh, gone. Like okay. no history of mine. it being there for my uh one of my third part uh third party uh debts. But yes, I'm sir. working on my um student loans, which now is the opportune time since we don't have to pay them. Mm-hmm. So it's not affecting my credit score negatively at all. Right. So that's even better. Yes, even better. So I don't, I'm, I don't have a problem that you have. But they but. did send me, they did send me, I don't know how many letters they sent all at once Ooh. for my student loan. Yeah, they're trying to get you. It's a fight. So it's, it's almost like, are you willing to put up the fight um, to see the success? Because really at the end of the day, and we'll get we could put deeper into this another time, but I mean, they're getting over on you. Absolutely. So it's not even that it's not that you're you're scheming or anything. Like when you wake up, it's like, wait, they are robbing me, you know. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, oh, when I noticed that this is a third party for me, and I had no contract with this company. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, no. Yeah, because, you know, what happens, you know, they get to write that off on their taxes and they sell it. So mm-hmm. it's like they're making Yeah, it's crazy. They're making money off of you regardless. Yep. So. Yeah, so. But yeah, I, just like, I don't feel bad at all. So that's the that's, And that's the mindset you gotta have because if not, then you won't go further with it. Um, but for I just want to update people on that. So make sure you check out our website, jtmeets.com. And if you're in a situation with credit and you're trying to clean up your credit or clear it because of some things that you have to work for to work through, um, yeah, you can purchase the third-party debt um, template or the, what is it, credit credit repair bundle, mm-hmm. and um, you'll see results. And also, you can always book consultations with us 
or um, there's other things on our website that you should take advantage of, um, especially like our survival guide too. That's very important. Yeah, the survival guide, and I was going to say it's the time of year where a lot of people is getting warmer, so a lot of people are going to be buying their firearms, and we know that they start to put more stipulations out there. I know for ours last year, like you were only you were only allowed to buy like two, two boxes, boxes of bullets a week. Mm-hmm. Ammunition, two boxes. Was it a week or a day? I oh, think it was okay. a day was because a day. I would go back and forth. Yeah, so I don't know. It's it's just these new rules, you know. So if mm-hmm. I were you guys, I wouldn't wait to learn how to purchase a firearm at the mm-hmm. international. Um, yeah, just check it out, jpnews.com. Very simple. Just invest in yourself because I looked at it as I pay for the template, but I have been paying for years throwing money away to these companies. So it's just a small investment, investing into yourself, and then you'll have remedies. But that's it for today. Um, It's good to come on here and talk to you guys. Um, Sorry we couldn't show our faces today. It's just a lot of work to set that up. And, yeah. We want to make sure we came to you guys to, today, mm-hmm. but we appreciate you all for listening. Um, mm-hmm. We uh, we'll just we'll just upload this on YouTube so they can have it on YouTube. The people that listen to YouTube, okay. so we'll have it for them too. Um, so just uh, have a good week. We have some announcements. Oh yeah. Mhm. Um, so start with you want to start with the Sunday. Mhm. Go ahead. Best. Um, independent thinkers, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, um, Monday, Monday show, 7, uh, Tuesday, two Tuesdays with Hakeem L. That's at 7 as well, PM. Mm-hmm. 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Um, Solomon Temple on Wednesdays at 10 a.m. A.m. And then yours truly, the Divine Connection show. 7 p.m. every Thursday. Thursday. All right. Have a good night, everyone. Peace. Stay blessed.